Welcome to They Might Be Librarians, a podcast of the Plainfield Guilford Township Public Library. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, watch us on YouTube. I am Lauren M. I purchase the adult fiction and I do the cataloging. I'm Lauren W. I'm the Youth Services Supervisor and I work back in Teen Central. And I'm Crystal Hellman. I'm the Youth Services Manager. I work in the Children's Department. I'm very glad that you're with us today, Crystal. Thanks. Me too. You're a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun talking about books with you, so this is going to be a lot of fun. All right. Today we're talking about Unvalentine's Day. I feel like we should step in here and just say it's not so much that we're against Valentine's Day. We're not. Valentine's Day is fun. It's just that in February, everybody loves to talk about romance and Valentine's. And this time we're going to take a break from that and give you something a little bit different. So for February, our gallery exhibit is Works by Becky Hyman, and it's from February 28th through the 28th. Did you guys know that Becky was our signature artist at last year's Arts Gala? No, I actually wasn't working here last oh, year. So man. I won't, this is going to be my first Arts Gala, and it'll be nice to see someone who was featured last year. I want to see what this, what this artist has. Yeah. Crystal, did you see it last year? Didn't she do colorful printmaking? Yeah, I think so. It was beautiful. It was really cool how I love all of our signature artists every year and how we get to feature that one big piece. Um, so, Also, don't forget that the Friends of the Library is having their book sale February 20th through the 24th. It is a really good time to find some good, cheap books. And if you remember from our last podcast, I talked about how I was seeing all the inventory that they were going to put out. And there is a lot. I do mean a lot of really good stuff that they're going to be giving to us. I know where I'll be able to find you for those four days. Hey, I will do my job, I promise. It's just <laughs> after I'm off the clock that you might... Oh, okay, Yeah, you might find me in a book coma. It's not a bad kind of coma to be in. Okay, so Crystal, what's coming up in the children's room for programming? On Wednesday, February 13th, we are having a Join the Warrior Cats program. So many people love the Warrior Cats series, and we are channeling our Aaron Hunter and having a program. Well, that's fun. So what all will be happening during that? We're going to make cat ears. Ooh. We're also going to take a quiz to see which warrior cat we are. I love those types of quizzes. That's so much fun. I just took one about what cheese I am. Oh, what kind of cheese are you? Yeah. Brie. I don't remember the reasoning, but. That's that's a good (laughs) one to be, though. I like it. Well, that'll be a lot of fun, and I'm sure you guys will get a lot of participants for that one since it's still such a popular series. Yeah, how many sub-series are in the Warriors overall series now? About five million. (laughs) I don't really know. There's a lot of sub-series. I have to catalog those books, and when I have to enter in series information, I have like probably five or six different entries on what series, because it will be the overall Warriors series, but then it's also part of the, I don't know, Firestar, is that one of them? There's a lot. Yeah. And then even some of the sub-series have sub-series. So there are a lot of books. If you're behind on the Warrior series, just take an entire month and just (laughs) block it out, sit down and read them. And don't worry about finding your series. We are in the midst of relabeling all of them. So they are accurately labeled to find which series you are on. That'll be helpful, especially for that whole overarching series. A program I'm really excited about for the teens is our live action clue. 
So we will be doing that on Friday, February 22nd, after hours from 6 to 8. I get to be there too. I'm so excited. So is this the actual board game clue where people are Mrs. Peacock and Colonel Mustard? Well, I'm not thinking about maybe specifying people as characters. I feel like I could encourage people to dress up. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But I'm thinking we'll be in groups. So it won't be you as characters. It'll be you as a team going from room, like throughout the entire library, trying to solve a classic clue mystery. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. So there will be an adult with each group walking around, letting the teens make all their decisions. And each um, between each room will be a specific amount of steps, quote unquote. So when you roll your dice, which will be giant dice because how fun is that? No kidding. <laughs> um, you will have a specific amount of rolls that you have to make before you can get to the next place. Okay. So it'll be uh, a long one, but I think it'll be a lot of fun and to see which group solves the mystery first. We also have an extra element of the inspector will be walking around and you can't make your final accusation until you're in the same room as the inspector. Just like in the game of Clue. That's right. awesome. Yep. I'm excited about that. That's an extra element of having to strategize. And mm-hmm. Nice. And wait, but also beat everybody else. So <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. Also in the children's room, we're doing Love Sign and Stories of Love and Kindness. That is Monday, February 25th from 630 to 7. Join Miss Jan of our famous Talk Tuesday. She's going to be doing a American Sign Language Love Sign Craft and hear stories about love and kindness. That's awesome. That sounds really nice. I'm glad that we're seeing incorporation of American Sign Language in so much stuff now, and we're right there with everyone with our programming. It's great. Another program that I saw that I was kind of excited about on the calendar is the Crafty Crew for February. It is on Thursday, on Valentine's Day, actually, as I'm saying that. Um, It's from 2 to 3 or 6.30 to 7.30, whichever one works better for you. It's for adults, and it's making red velvet puppy chow. What's red velvet? Red velvet um, is a delicious kind of version of chocolate, I feel like. It's very similar, but, you know, themed for Valentine's Day. It it is similar to... um to chocolate because i i know that if you want to make red velvet cake you do have to have cocoa powder but it is um red colored and i you can use either red food coloring um some of the consistency is a little bit different so i think the measurements of certain ingredients are different but i do know a lot of people who color it with beets interesting i've had it when it's been colored by beets and it actually tastes better to me and i don't even like beets Hmm. so Hmm. Okay, we've gotten a little off track about the program, but apparently they're going to be making puppy chow with red velvet instead of the regular chocolate. And any type of puppy chow is good with yeah, me, any so type I'd be into that. Yeah, any puppy chow is good. I'd probably eat it. And now for a word from one of our sponsors. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Scholastic Teachables. Scholastic Teachables is designed for parents, caregivers, and educators. Save hours of prep time with our online treasure trove of ready-to-go lessons and activities for every grade, subject, and skill level. Okay, so we promised you that we would be talking about books that are not really related to Valentine's or romance, and we promised to deliver on that, and we're going to do that right now. Uh, Lauren W., I know that a lot of YA consists of romance there is a romance based even if it's not a romance novel your dystopian your fantasy 
your yeah. sci-fi, your mysteries, they all tend to have some sort of a romance involved. But you actually found some that don't have a romance involved in the plot line. Yeah, it's kind of hard, like you said. Um, but it's very interesting when you do find one that just totally takes out romance because you can focus on other things without weird decisions being put in the way of, oh, do I choose this or do I choose this relationship that I just met this person two days ago? With the insta-love. Right, exactly. Insta-love is good in its own place if it's well done, but uh, I also very much enjoy books that don't have any love. So I found a couple good ones. I also have a whole list if anybody ever wants to come talk to me about it. But one is Challenger Deep by Neil Shusterman. It came out in 2016. I haven't personally read this one, but it's definitely on my to-be-read list. It's about Caden Bosch. He um, has schizophrenia. So it kind of puts you down into his mind and through what he's perceiving as real and what is real. But he's also, I think this element is very interesting. He's in a ship that is headed for the deepest point in Earth in the Marianas Trench. So it's the south side of the Marianas Trench. So I can't imagine feeling like you're going crazy, but also being stuck in a ship with other people in a very, very tight space. Yeah, you're practically just in some kind of a trap, just allowing you to go slowly right. insane or yeah. quickly, maybe. <laughs> right, exactly. And so I, all the reviews I read say it's a very good depiction of what it's like to be in that mindset. And I kind of, I really like that. Wasn't that one an award winner a few years ago? It absolutely was. Thank you, Crystal. Um, so that one's definitely going to be read by me soon. I know I've talked about Neil Schusterman many times before now, but. I think you and I have had several conversations about him. We both are huge Neil Schusterman fans. Absolutely. And then another one, um, this one's being turned into a movie next year. Well, it's the movie's coming out next year. It's The Knife of Never Letting Go. The movie will be Chaos Walking because that is the name of the trilogy. Um, the movie will have Tom Holland in it, which I know he's very popular right now because of Spider-Man. But this one's another dystopia. Um, and it's set in a future where there are no women, surprisingly, and there's some sort of infection um, that makes all the men be able to hear each other's thoughts. And you can even hear animals' thoughts, which I kind of I like that element. So it's about this boy, um, Todd, and his dog. They realize that the town he's living in is hiding a big secret from him, so they have to escape. But when he's escaping, he runs into a girl. So I think it's interesting. At least the first book, from what I can tell, does not have any romance in it, even though it's a, a dystopian with a boy running into a girl in the woods. So I really like that, um, being able to have some platonic relationships in a dystopian. Yeah, we have so few platonic relationships between men and women or boys and girls in any right any real books, it seems. And so, yeah, I would... That would be incredibly refreshing to see a platonic relationship between a boy and a girl. Because it is possible for men and women to be friends, regardless of what When (laughs) Harry Met Sally says. Right. I agree. But When Harry Met Sally is my favorite New Year's to Valentine's Day movie. Let's just be real. Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. Absolutely (laughs) great movie. But I still think men and women can't be friends without it. (laughs) What about you? What did you find for adults? Or YA, I guess. Um, well, I have a couple of recommendations if you're looking for some really good books, uh, that don't really have a romance to it. Uh, we know I do like a lot of dark fiction. Right, right. seems to be my weakness. Um, I really loved the book Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn. Ooh, that was a creepy good one. Did yeah. you read it? Yes. It I is have it on so my list. good. Uh, it was turned into a limited series by HBO, and we also have that on DVD. It has Amy Adams in it. 
Uh, but it's about a reporter who has come back to her hometown to investigate the murders of a couple of preteen girls. Hmm. And while she's there, she also has to confront the very dysfunctional and rough relationship with her very controlling mother. Uh, so there is no romance in this Okay, at all. there's no time for it. No, there's not. This woman does not have time for romance. She's got way too much going on. Right. Uh, and it, it is very much a character study as well. So if you're looking for some characters to really dig into, this is a great option for you. Okay. Um, the ending of it still just makes me cringe like two years later. Huh. So yeah, if you if you're not really looking for something that's gonna send chills up your spine or make your toes curl, I have another recommendation for you, and that is The Help by Catherine Stockett. Now that book's hugely famous. Uh it t- was turned into a wildly popular movie, but I love I, the movie. I know, it's great. Yeah. The book is even better. That's you always really, good to hear. really get to know the characters even better than in the movie. Of course, there's more time, which is why you get that opportunity. But despite the fact that it's been widely popular, I still feel like this needs to be recommended. And I think it's a great antidote to romance novels because you really do get to see friendships. You get to see loyalty. You get to see change. And it is very uplifting in a lot of ways. It's a real feel-good novel. So you can still feel really good, but you don't have to go through the... The, the romance, because there That's there nice. is no romantic storyline in it, really. I mean, one of the characters does date somebody, but it doesn't go anywhere. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, I highly recommend that book for you if you are looking for a non-romance novel that's not dark and twisty. That's good. I like that you had a good balance of your recommendations there. Mm-hmm. That was good. Also, since we have talked about how romance is more prevalent in, you know, February timing... We thought it would be a fun idea to look at books that have cheesy romances or books that have romances that just kind of make you hate the book, but you can't stop reading it anyway. Yeah. Um, We kind of wanted to challenge all of you listeners to read a couple of books that we think would be great, what you call hate reads. Yeah. You love to hate it and you keep going because either you just have to find out how it turns out or because you're just enjoying hating on this book as you're reading it. (laughs) I have done that before and and my partner has asked me several times, why do you keep reading it if you hate it so much? I'm like, because I'm having fun hating it. Don't judge me. Those are the best sometimes. Uh, One challenge I want to throw out to uh, you listeners, one of the supposedly worst romance novels ever written, and it's an old one, it's by D.H. Lawrence, the same D.H. Lawrence who wrote Lady Chatterley's Lover, and that is Women in Love. You can find it on Overdrive, so you, you may not find it in print, but we do definitely have it in Overdrive, I checked. The review for this book was, it's like someone put a gun to Nietzsche's head and made him write a Harlequin romance. If that's not a recommendation for a hate read, I don't know what is. I think that's the most succinct but scathing review I have ever heard. It's pretty brilliant. (laughs) That sounds good. Mine are a little more divisive because they are a little bit more popular YA books. It's hard to find... Uh, a dystopian book or a paranormal book from the era that they were in their height um, without finding both great and horrible reviews. One that I read that I hated while a lot of other people love it is Delirium by Lauren Oliver. I don't know if you guys have read that one. I've read other books by Lauren Oliver that I've really liked, but I've not read that one. Yeah, I've heard that her other books are much better than this series. 
Um, it's based in a future where love is declared dangerous. And so they um, get cured at age 18. So they can't love anybody. And then they're matched into a marriage and they just live a sad life. I don't know. Um, but of course, 95 days before the main character, Lena, is supposed to be cured. And she's all excited about being cured. She finds this boy, Alex, also from the woods. I don't know what's what happening. What is with all these teens know. finding love in the woods? I think he's just, he's trying to live off the grid. So maybe he's not from the woods specifically. But I'm visually, from what I remember, they people were living in the woods. I don't know. But of course, she falls in love with him. Of course, he draws her on his path of not following the government, you know, like a good dystopian novel does. Um, so I don't know. This one was too cheesy for me. I liked the concept of the no love thing, but I feel like it wasn't well written. So that one is my one of my suggestions. And I also have another one with Alina as a main character. What's with the Alinas? I don't know. Apparently, if Alina's in YA, it's not going to be a good book, maybe. I don't know. But this one's also probably divisive. It's Beautiful Creatures by Kami Garcia and Margaret Stoll. Now, I told you earlier that I actually have read that series, and I really liked it. See, and that's the thing. So from what I can tell, I personally would not like it, although I have not had my own experience with it. So I might be talking down a book that is better than I think it is. But I read a lot of one-star reviews in preparation for this, and they were all pretty great about how horrible this was. So I don't know. Everybody has their own feelings about romance in different ways but this one has lena she has a family curse she's a witch from what i can tell yeah uh yes i believe so okay it's been a few years since i read it or saw the movie but yes i believe that she does have magical witchy powers okay and then there's a boy ethan it's told in ethan's perspective but he's finds him himself drawn to her of course and he can't figure out why and all of that good cheesy tropey ya love there we love those tropes right so those are my suggestions. So, and we also would like to send out a challenge um, of a different sort to those of you who listen. We would love for you to come to the library, look at our romance novels, and find books with the strangest title or the funniest cover. You know, something that just makes this romance novel stand out to you for an element of ridiculous. <laughs> Check it out, take a picture of the cover, and post it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, any of the social media accounts that you have, and tag us so we know that you've done it. And then after you've read it, please come in and tell us whether you loved it or hated it and why, because then we can maybe talk about if you hate read something. But we would really love it if you would just go out and find the stuff in our collection. You might find a true hidden gem. Or you might find something that you can laugh about years later. But please, do go out to our collection, rate it, check the stuff out, and take the pictures of it. And if you do come in, one of our librarian's secret talents that most people don't know about is Reader's Advisory. If you find a book you love, we can help you find other books you love. If you hated it, tell us why, and we can try to find something else you love. Unless you wanted to hate it. And then we can try to find more books that you would love to hate. <laughs> Yeah, in that case, you might want to talk to Lauren W. or me. Or Crystal. She seems to know a lot going on over there. I don't know. You guys have me kind of down. I just read a book that I love loved. Can I talk about that, even though we're uh, yeah. on Valentine's Day right now? I loved, it's a teen book. Sorry, I'm encroaching no. in Lauren W.'s territory. It was We Are Okay by Nina LaCour. Mm, I have good. never read her before. I loved it. It was beautiful. It was well done. It had a little bit of love in it. I will say that. 
But it was more so than falling in love. It was finding yourself. And she had some struggles. It was a girl that was raised by her grandpa. And he dies right before she's going to college. And it kind of is her growing up and learning how to live without her grandpa. I don't know. It was just lovely. I really highly suggest it. That does sound nice. And, you know, it is it is a good recommendation because you said there's a little bit of love in it, but it's more about coming to know yourself and self-discovery. And yeah, I think that's a great suggestion. What was it again? We Are Okay by Nina LaCour. Thank you. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. So now is one of my favorite times when we get to talk about what we're geeking out about. You guys probably know by now that I'm always geeking out about something. But right now I'm geeking out about Gilmore Girls. Not in the sense of... My favorite. (laughs) Well, not in the sense of rewatching it right now, weirdly. But I have just taken on this massive project of crocheting a corner-to-corner blanket that is Gilmore Girls themed. And I've bought about 30 different colors of yarn for this thing. And I'm only, I don't know, nine rows in so far. How long do you think the blanket will take to make... Oh, probably longer than it would take me to rewatch the series. So I think I'm going to watch as I crochet. Oh, you should. That'll be nice inspiration. And I got a Luke's shirt recently, so I'm going to wear that as I crochet, as I watch. I think I'll just be completely Gilmore Girl out. That's next level geeking out right there. (laughs) I do love Gilmore Girls. What about you guys? Uh, Well, the thing that I'm geeking out about is um, an anime show that I just watched started watching last night. My partner introduced me to it. It's Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun. Okay. It, uh, it is, it's delightful in its awkwardness. It, the first episode is about this uh, high school girl who wants to finally tell her crush that she has, she likes him and she would like to go on a date with him. And she walks up to him and instead of saying, I like you, let's go out sometime, she instead says, I've always liked you, and I'm a fan. Hmm. So he's like, oh, great. And she has a piece of paper in her hand, and he takes it, and he autographs it. That's kind of awkward. It is very awkward. And she's like, what is this? I don't understand. And then later she discovers that he is actually a famous manga artist just under a pen name. Okay. And so he genuinely thought that she was a fan. Uh, so she's like, okay, I'm going to try this again. And the next day she's like, no, I, I think you misunderstood. And somehow, instead of saying, I like you, let's go out on a date, it comes out with like, I always want to be around you. And he is also very dense. And he's like, you want to be my assistant? Fantastic. I need a new assistant. <laughs> and I'm just watching these two not understand each other and her not being able to get the words out and him just definitely not knowing what's going on. And I'm just like, oh, bunny rabbit, you poor thing. <laughs> I hope they eventually figure it out. Yeah, I, I I know that Mike knows my partner, but mm-hmm. uh, they're not telling. And okay. Yeah, so. It's a mystery to you. I will I will report back to you. Please do. Yes. I I watched the first two episodes last night, and I was like, this is just, it's so awkward, but it's so delightful, and I just love these people so much. (laughs) Sounds like a good one. I geek out about all the things, all the time. Um, Most recently, it's a really expensive geeking addiction, and I need to calm down. Um, It is all these subscription boxes that are out in the world. I'm really late to the game, I know. But like Ipsy, you can have makeup delivered to your door. You can do HelloFresh and have food delivered to your door. Um, I just signed up for KiwiCo Crate. I haven't heard of that one. 
Um, it's for my son. He's two years old, and they have this little fishing activity and a little craft and a little board book. Aww. And they do different STEM activities for different age groups. That's and cool. I don't know. There are just all these boxes. You can buy yourself a present all across the gamut of anything, from food to games to toys to crafts. I don't know. It's just really exciting to me. Yeah. Uh, for Christmas, I just gave my husband a six-month sub- subscription to Date Nights. So a box comes to your door. It has it goes from a Spotify playlist that you can log on and listen to, and it has uh, like a snack or a drink that you can make, and then it has questions to ask each other to connect, and then it also has an activity to do. It's so like it's very cool. That's fun. Yeah. So I'm excited about those. Don't forget that the library has a new library guide that's going to be coming out. Um, it's going to feature programs and information from February through May in our first edition. You should be able to find it at the desk. It is beautiful. It's got all kinds of pictures. The calendars are so clear and you can see everything and you don't have to mess around with a whole bunch of different papers and calendars because all of the events are right there in one guide. That's my favorite part of it, that you don't have to pick up a flyer for each age group in your family. It's all together. And I think people are discovering things for, you know, kids or grandkids that they didn't know was here if they were only looking at adult stuff or vice versa. I think it's it's very well done and it looks great. Yeah, it, I, I think it's really good for parents because, yeah, they, they are going to be focused on what's available for their kids. But then if they've got everything right there, they're going to see, oh, there's Crafty Crew. Right. Oh, there's there are these cooking programs. There's yoga. There's all kinds of stuff for me, too. Right. It'll be good. I'm excited about who all gets to discover new programs because of this guide. All right. Well, that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you got some great non-romance-related ideas for reading. And we also hope to start seeing pictures of romance covers filling up our Instagram page really soon. Don't forget to share the word about our podcast, They Might Be Librarians, a Plainfield-Guilford Township Public Library podcast. We would love it if you would check us out on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a rating and review. 